Welcome to the Bright and Wise Podcast. I'm Leslie Ferry, your host and founder of Brise, an app designed to empower individuals and ignite their career success. On our podcast, I explore topics we all face in today's work environment, offer practical guidance on how to get through, and talk with exceptional people who share how they got to where they are today and where they want to go next. Keep listening to hear how you can become bright and wise. We all do it at some point in our career. Believe we are knocking it out of the park, on top of our game, or accomplishing great things. And we rate our job performance as superior. When our manager or boss has a different opinion, they would describe our job performance as adequate to possibly inadequate. When the inevitable event occurs that reveals our false impression, it can be devastating. Again, most, if not all of us, have this experience at some point. It is almost a rite of passage in our career growth. And trust me, I've had more of these types of experiences than I'd like to recall. But when I do look back on them, I see the positive growth they fuel. I appreciate it doesn't feel so good in the moment, however. It is how we recover from these experiences that's important, but that's another topic. Here, I want to talk about actions we can take to close this performance opinion gap and attempt to orchestrate a soft landing or how far our egos will fall when our boss's opinion is revealed. The two primary sources of creating this great evaluation divide are misaligned expectations and a lack of feedback. Let's start with a look at the two sides of expectations. We want to deliver on our manager, department, functional area, and organization needs to succeed. And we want to know how we deliver, how what we deliver will be judged. We want some type of measurement factor. But I would argue that we should talk about, we shouldn't be talking about measurement, but rather about how to go about meeting expectations. I I took a look at the definition of expectations and I thought it would be helpful to share it here. Expectations is defined as one, a strong belief that something will happen or be the case in the future. And two, a belief that someone will or should achieve something. Now let's consider this definition from the boss's perspective. Leaders today want to share the future case, part of that definition I just referred to, with their employees or what is to be achieved. Managers share a goal or a project purpose, and then they rely on their employees to determine if the project or goal is even possible, and if so, then how to go about achieving it. They expect their employees to research situations, analyze data, and define and recommend processes, strategies, or approaches to getting that job done or achieving those goals. Now, this is not to say managers don't want help or won't provide it. Quite the contrary. They're happy to provide feedback and offer suggestions on next steps. They just expect their employees to get started and then seek feedback ahead of deadlines, of course, so that progress is not delayed. 
Critical thinking is one of the primary skills required to deliver on our manager's expectations. There are four levels to critical thinking in the workplace. The lowest level or first level is the do level, where we're asked to do something and we go figure out how to do it. As we strengthen our critical thinking at work, we advance ultimately to the translate level, which is where we have the ability to successfully hear and understand a vision or desired outcome of others, which can be ambiguous and most certainly includes incomplete information. But then we can define strategies to realize that vision or achieve the desired outcome. Translate is when we can determine if something is possible and then how to successfully achieve it. It is the translation level that helps us deliver on our manager's expectations. But if you still want a measurement factor, ask yourself if your work output met the task, project, or your responsibilities, purpose, or goal. If your ideas are quickly embraced and acted upon, the answer is most likely yes. If you need to go back to the drawing board, the answer is most likely no. On the other side of the expectations divide, as employees, we are certainly more comfortable in the situations where we are given explicit guidance about what is to be accomplished by when and even direction on how to go about accomplishing a goal or tackling a project. But that is rare. It's rarely the situation in work. Think about back to the discussion about expectations. Many times it would be faster uh, for our boss to go ahead and do the task on their own if they need to stop to think through the steps to take and then relay them to us. So to help close the expectation source of our great job performance opinion divide, as an employee, we need to focus on making sure we know the goal, purpose, or objective of what we are to do, whether it is simply a task or a request to define strategies to achieve a goal. If we don't, then that is a great conversation to have with our boss to confirm our belief of the goal so any misaligned expectations are eliminated before work starts and not at the project deadline. So the first step we as an employee can take to ensure we are a superior performing employee is to know why we are doing what we're doing. The second source of the great job performance opinion divide is feedback. Feedback is an invaluable gift. It reinforces what we do well and identifies growth opportunities, but it can be fleeting to non-existent from our managers. And, And here are some of the reasons why. Providing feedback takes time. So our boss or others throughout the organization may quite simply forget to do it, especially if there is not an opportunity in the moment to provide it. Remote work can can be a culprit to reducing the number of opportunities to provide feedback in the moment. Managers have fewer opportunities to say, hey, do you have a minute to debrief when a meeting ends versus needing to log off of a video call and then tracking down their teammate, which if it's not immediate, they can forget about the, the feedback they wanted to provide. 
Recently, some managers I've talked with mentioned they are spending more time uh, ensuring the mental well-being of their employees, which is wonderful. Uh, but it is taking time away from their opportunity to provide feedback. Another reason uh, for a lack of feedback is some managers just, they haven't developed the skill of providing it. They may attempt to provide it, but either the level of detail or the examples they provide may not be meaningful or helpful. But here too, as an employee, we can take charge of getting the needed feedback to ensure we are performing at our best. Here's how. First, self-reflect. Start by honestly answering that measurement question I mentioned before. Consider how many times you're asked to rework or take a different approach on a project. Are your ideas immediately embraced or are you given the green light to move forward? If yes, great. But if you're asked to go back to the drawing board often or your manager offers to help or even take over a project to complete it or If you're not being asked to take on new projects, you might be overestimating your job performance. Second, you can initiate getting feedback from your manager. Give your manager a heads up that you're interested in feedback, including specifics on what, so they can prepare and provide meaningful help. If you are interested about your performance on a specific project or other work effort, ask the ask your manager, what did you do well? And what could you improve? If you're looking for more comprehensive feedback, your questions that you uh, give to your manager as a heads up might include, how can I better support our team's goals? What do you think is working well and not so well with my time management? How do I favorably represent our team to other departments? How can I better represent our team? Should I work more? Who should I be working with more closely on the team or across the company? How can I improve my strategic thinking? How can I prepare for the next project or next role? You will need to enter this conversation with an open mind and being receptive to what you hear. If you feel yourself becoming defensive or wanting to make counterpoints, attempt to return your mind to listening, to taking in the information so that you can evaluate it later. Remember, the person providing feedback is not wrong. It is they are sharing their observations and their perceptions. If you disagree, then you should take steps to change their perception. Here's one final thought. Be careful not to universally apply praise. Enjoy the feeling you get with positive praise for a job well done. But be careful not to apply the praise for a specific task or project to your overall work performance. If you find our podcast interesting, please leave us a rating and review so others can benefit too. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.